Hello all, this is Blonde-Haired Girl. So yesterday I got a phone call from my sister informing me that my niece had tested positive for COVID. And I had our family, part of our family had gotten together yesterday over the weekend and so I had been exposed to COVID supposedly (laughs) (laughs) Um, and so I'm like okay Um, well it's like firstly don't panic yeah, so I get with my supervisor and I'm quarantined for the rest of the week. Today is the 29th of December of 2020. And she suggested that I go get a rapid or like a COVID test. And then I had to go back later in the week. So I suggested that perhaps I should just not go back later but wait to actually get tested which is going to be a little bit tricky because um uh like I'm not really sure how it all works I'm just going to say that I don't even know why I'm trying to figure it out it just seemed silly for me to get tested twice I mean perhaps I'm going to be required to get tested twice but um And, uh, so, like, I don't know, like, about a month ago, it could have been longer, I really don't know, but, um, I started to get what seemed like symptoms. I, (laughs) I have, like, symptoms generally, and have had for years of, um, just different like things in my body like headaches I've had headaches for years Um, and also heart issues like um, and I they had never really told me exactly what my heart issue was but that they would you know eventually send me to a um, possibly an electrical specialist, somebody who deals with the electrical aspect of the heart. But um, so it is. So what I'm trying to say is that sometimes um, it is hard for me to discern if it's something different. And I think that I would actually know the difference once I was actually. Like having the symptoms of the different thing, um, but about a month ago, I had felt just kind of weird, so I went over and I had a COVID test, and it was really interesting. I, in retrospect, I had remembered I watched a Peggy Hall, um, Healthy American. She had done a 
a YouTube about the actual nasal swab and had talked about why we shouldn't be having that test. Um, something about it damaging something. And, you know, the irony of it all is when they did the, the nasal test on me, I had issues with my my eye for weeks. Um, it was like, it, it just was really strange. So I had, I did get the impression that the actual test had done something to my nasal passages. And she also said that if, if this, um, if this test is, um, if it is, is, um, contagious as they say it is, then they shouldn't have to dig into your nose to find it is basically what she contends, which I think is a pretty valid argument against the nasal swabbing test. Um, I think it is. I think it's a pretty valid argument that if it's so deadly and, you know, and we have to wear masks to not spread it, then there should be another way. But um, the test came back negative. So it came, and, and even when I went, I was like, Honestly, it was hard for me to tell, you know, if my symptoms were actually indeed different than they normally are, like with the ailments that I just live with. Um, <laughs> um, but, and so, so I go and they do my blood pressure. And when they do, when they take my blood pressure, they're just like, look, your blood pressure is just, it's high. You have high blood pressure. And, and, and then they, they wanted me to come back. And of course I didn't come back, um, to be treated for my high blood pressure. I did, however, start eating more grapefruit, which seemed like, and it could even be psychosomatic, you know, that I, oh, they say that this will help. So maybe it really would help just eating grapefruit. I don't know what's in in grapefruit that would help blood pressure, but um, so that test did come back negative. So later in a couple of days, part of my, um, my yawn, um, it is indeed the middle of the night. I tried to go back to sleep when I woke up. My sleep just seems to be really kind of messed up but um I so the implications just for my family in general um of being exposed to COVID um and then you know it's then it's just like people act as though if you were exposed to COVID that you were absolutely going to get it which that is not true um that is categorically not true. You, you, and supposedly the masks and social distancing are effective tools to not get COVID, right? Or else they wouldn't be pressing that point. 
Um, and so it's like, okay, so what do we do? Or my oldest son and I are on quarantine and I'm going to be working from home and doing all my visits via Duo, like a app over the next week. And hopefully next week I'll be back to um, work. But um, there's this thing that ends up happening for me. I, I, I've been trying to like, okay, what do I call this? But it's sort of like the lice effect. Because I remember different times in my life where somebody around me had lice. And <laughs> I don't know why lice bothers me so much. But every time I ever heard that, my head just started to itch. It's like I could feel them walking on my on my scalp. I mean, like literally. And and you know, and so it's like, you know, honey, will you look at my head and check me for lice? You know, but and I've never, I never did have lice. Uh, I think that there's been times where I've bought like natural shampoos and used them just in case, but <laughs> the power of suggestion, the power of suggestion is so, is so powerful. You know, um, <laughs> that I think, I think it's really really tricky so I've I've really during this time tried very hard to just um, try to be as non-reactive to this this thing as humanly possible and also you know I, I may get COVID and if I get COVID I, I think there's a really good chance of me surviving it I'm not really excited to get sick but you know I'm you know, I don't really want to get sick, but if I get sick, I get sick. Um, and there's a good chance I'm going to survive it. But if I don't survive it, um, I am good to go. I'm good to go. I mean, I, I don't necessarily want to pass out of my body at this point. I mean, that's, you know, I really don't. <laughs> it was interesting. I was talking to my daughter because... At my present occupation, I had put in for a, you know, like life insurance, and I was explaining to her what I wanted her to do with it. Because um, she's my beneficiary. And I actually, you know, so I was like trying to spell things out, and I probably need to put it down on paper what exactly I want her to do with that money um, if I were to pass you know, and, and what to do with my stuff, you know, if I pass away. So I, I, but I don't have any intentions of leaving the planet. In fact, like sometimes I get these like really weird impressions of that my life, like, is like possibly like like half behind me in a way like I, I don't really believe in in 
the way that we've been presented. I actually know that it's not the way we've been presented as in the past, now and a future. It's like I have some kind of understanding that it's all consecutive nows, but I like sometimes I get these impressions of this entire second act of my life or this life and it's like super exciting I mean in all actuality I've been living for as long as I have but but I feel like I'm I'm just now learning how to live like with intention like that I have the power of the source of everything that is within me to be able to create an amazing life. What exactly would I like that to look like, you know? And and focusing on that instead of um, focusing on that instead of whatever it is that I been focusing on which is partially what the world is wanting us to focus on which is this seeming virus I'm gonna go I want to talk about it in as much as to say that I'm not sure what it is I'm gonna say that I don't know what it is. I I mean I've heard all kinds of theories, you know, that it's a bioweapon, that it was man-made, it was somehow some kind of a something to the HIV, you know, and, and a lot there are some theories that have, that are just completely debunked. But I have for many years had a distrust of the medical field, not not completely in the sense that I did have to have my appendix removed at one point. <laughs> and they did indeed take my appendix out. Um, and so I... I, it's not like I'm just against medicine, but I, I think that it would be wonderful to have a conversation and come together and do possibly a combination of, of treatments. Um, a little bit of more holistic approach. And I think that it won't be that long before our our treatments are archaic, are actually seen as barbaric um, to what they are now. Like, you know, it's like, um, like diabetes. Like, I'm really surprised that there's not more um, advanced treatments for diabetes than what we have. And like, you know, a number of people are still, you know, doing a fingerprint prick and taking a shot um, it would be just really great to make more advancements um, but I so I don't want to say that I'm like against medicine because I'm not 
like your general medical community. However, I feel like it's just such a small segment about what's actually out there. You know, there's all kinds of treatments that we um, don't, you know, they get they get debunked like by the medical community as not a viable <clears throat> option. And so <laughs> so I sit here, you know, and I'm really skeptical of the vaccine. You know, what really makes me laugh, you know, like yesterday, one of my workmates was like, yeah, my son and I are going to get the vaccine and then we'll be able to go out and do stuff. And I'm just sitting there like, do you not realize that even with the vaccine in the fine print, it will tell you that it is not foolproof in you not getting COVID. They they cannot guarantee that you will not get COVID even if you get this vaccine. They can't. Um, I had shared in previous podcasts about both of my children and them having pretty severe reactions to vaccines. And then like my son, my eldest son had both the chickenpox and the booster and he still got chickenpox. And I love it when people to this day still tell me, but he got a better case of it. It's like, it's like, I really, really do not want to hear that. I don't want to hear that. My son got a massive case of chickenpox. It was not a better case. And then my youngest son got the measles, mumps, and rubella when he was a little bit older, and he got a terrible case of measles. Terrible. And it's like, I don't want to hear from anyone trying to tell me that because I gave my child that vaccine, they got a better case of whatever it is. And and then go and tell me that these vaccinations are effective. I I just I just and what I, I feel like the greater the greater amount of people do not understand is if you have a reaction to the vaccine you you have no recourse they have made it illegal our government the united states government has made it illegal for people who are messed up by the vaccinations to sue the pharmaceutical company you have no recourse. Whatever symptoms comes up, the whole, you know, and then you still can get the virus. It is not this foolproof miracle cure that people are thinking that it is. And so, and so all over, you know, uh, social media, people are, um, people are getting the, the vaccine and 
like there's been some um like you can clearly tell that this person did not get the vaccine when they're trying to show that they did there's been some like clear um fraudulent uh depictions um and i also wonder like cuz supposedly um Biden got his his vaccination and then what goes through my mind is are they all the same did he get a different vaccination sort of like Trump getting this this special cocktail when he supposedly got covid and and uh and I we don't know what he got if he got anything like how are we supposed to know and the i don't think he's gotten the vaccine <laughs> isn't that interesting i don't think the president the current president has even gotten the vaccine which tells me a lot isn't that interesting but so i don't know what to this point, the company that I work for has not, they said that they are not going to make it mandatory to get the vaccination. And I don't know what's going to happen. I do think that there will be lawsuits that will be um, against uh, companies who are requiring it um, for employment. I think that lawsuits are going to start and I think they should start immediately because it seems to be the only thing that ever speaks to to anything is like suing them and then it becoming illegal to do that thing compensatory vaccinations like I am I am I don't know like and I'm not necessarily like wholly anti pretty much like like I just really try to um, consider both points of view I try to consider like both points of view Like, and there's some things about it, like, that I just don't understand. Like, I don't understand, like, why there is so much hatred toward people who do not, who choose not to vaccinate their children. Um, I don't understand it. You know, they, to, you're putting my child at risk, and I don't know how. If that child is immunized, if their child is immunized, then why is my not immunized child putting the immunized child at risk if they have the immunization like I don't understand I mean supposedly it minimizes their risk of of you know contracting whatever it is I mean supposedly they have developed the antibodies against the, vi the whatever the virus is it's just like like there's just some things that I just don't understand um, I don't understand why somebody who just thinks before they you know do something um, I, I don't understand like why that is viewed as a bad thing 
you know, they, they, they're wondering if this mystery, you know, fluid that is being put in their child's body is, is what's in it. Like, I mean, isn't it okay? Isn't it good for a parent to like question like, okay, what's in that? And so, I don't know if we're all just being completely duped. I have no idea what is what is right anymore. I, I'm just going to say that. I have no idea what is right in this these situations. I don't have the slightest idea. I, I do know that I'm that I'm taking in information and and considering it because there's times where somebody really really um I'm wondering what the what the thought is but somebody who seems like really viable on the other side you know and they show me the science and supposedly the science you know you know, but that was one thing that I that I forgot to put in my, you know, my science um, podcast that I had said recently. It's like we did develop the science to create an atomic bomb. So it's like your our science can be used for good, or our science can be used for evil. And so, it's sort of you know. I don't know. So I I got exposed supposedly. I don't know if I had contracted it or I haven't. I'm going to be getting tested for COVID later in the week. I will let you guys all know how that went down. Um I'm not really that worried. Uh, about it I would prefer not to get it Um, however I think if I do get it I will be okay and if I'm not okay and I pass out of my body I'm good to go in that situation as well (laughs) however I would prefer to stay on the planet a little bit longer. I'm not ready to pass out of my body. It's like I sort of feel like I got a good thing going here and I and I'm you know very excited about my my the way my life is going. Um it was I was watching this TikTok today that I thought was just amazing. There was this guy, I don't know, I guess he was an actor of some sort. He was talking about how he had he had written something or he had told someone or he had presented something that he was going to be acting with Johnny Depp. Like he had just put it out there. I will be, you know, in a film with Johnny Depp. And then he said two years later, he gets this, his agent calls and says, you know, that um, they want him to come film, but they can't tell him right now who he's going to be filming with. And then he ends up 
you know, finding out that he's going to be filming with Johnny Depp. <laughs> and so, and so I am really, really excited about the things in my, in my, um, in my sort of like that I would like to experience coming into my actual physicality. And so I'm not, I don't have any plans of leaving anytime soon. And I'm, I'm going to be, to be not, I mean, because (laughs) Like I had started out this podcast talking about this like lice effect, you know, the, the power of suggestion. And right now I do not have any signs of anything. And I was, you know, it's been like what, 48, 48 hours or so. It was actually, I think it was Sunday, and today's Tuesday, so about 48 hours since I, um, but anyway, that's my little COVID story for the 29th of December, 2020. Anyway, I appreciate y'all listening. And I will be back with other ideas. And that's a wrap.